0: You are listening to audio from Redeemer Church in Midland, Texas. Redeemer Church is a gospel-centered missional family. If you would like to get more information or donate to this ministry, please visit www.redeemermidland.org. Lord Jesus, we love you, we thank you, uh, and most of all, we we need you. We want to uh, worship you with our lives, with our thoughts, with our hearts, with our intentions, with our motives, with our actions. And so, Father, today, uh, I pray that your Holy Spirit, uh, that you would open up our hearts to hear the parable that you have to share uh, for us. And I pray that it would find a place and land in our hearts, uh, not just something that we know, but I pray it would truly change how we live uh, and what we do. Uh, Father, I pray that you might meet each one of us exactly where we are at. Uh, Father, all of the people in this park are coming from very different situations in life and struggles and celebrations And so, Spirit, I pray that you might customize your message to each one of us today for the glory of Christ. And all of God's people said... Amen. Well, if you are new this week, uh, welcome. We're super glad that you're here. We normally meet at Midland Christian School, but they're resurfacing a bunch of floors all across campus. So uh, we've got three Sundays of church in the park, and we're doing it a little bit different today. We're not going to have, as you probably noticed, there's no band, there's no uh, musical instruments up on the stage. We're going to have uh, uh, just a parable, much like probably how Jesus delivered the parables. Uh, Many of the parables, Jesus was not in the temple. Uh, It was not a quote-unquote worship service. Uh, where he was sharing the parables. Uh, He would be outside in a park in a grassy hill, uh, and he was teaching about uh, very, very important things in life. And so that's what we're doing today, a parable that Jesus has given us. Uh, If you have a Bible, I'll invite you to turn to Matthew chapter 7, uh, and I promise I'll do my best to not go for my normal 40 to 45 minute sermon. Uh, The purpose of the parable that we're going to jump into today. Uh, Jesus uh, concocted this story, and if you're new with us, a parable, uh, it's a story that's created to try to teach us something. Uh, It normally uses very common things in life to teach us about things that are maybe uncommon, or it'll take a very familiar situation in life uh, so that we can understand something that's a little unfamiliar. Uh, And what Jesus is trying to do uh, with this parable is quite honestly to prepare you uh, for the storms of life and it is uh, just an inevitable thing that if you are a human being living on planet earth uh, you are going to face storms Uh, there's going to be difficulties um, that come in life Uh, Jesus promised it right Do you remember the 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 text where Jesus said that um, in this life you will have trouble raise your hand if you remember that Shake your flag he promised it he's like there's going to be trouble life is going to be difficult there are going to be storms in life and every single one of you know that that is true and you know um, that that's something that Jesus uh, mentioned but for us it's just it's unavoidable uh, and then Jesus himself experienced that uh, if you look through Jesus's life and you read the Gospels and the story of Jesus then you find that there were a lot of storms that hit his life a lot of difficult uh, circumstances betrayed by friends uh, a lack of money uh, he had to deal with tax collectors as well. Uh, So just like a a lot of things that Jesus' own life, he was dealing with his own storms. And and you know this, the storms hit everyone. Uh, It's not like storms only hit rich people or only hit poor people or only hit those uh, with high levels of education or low levels. Like every human being is just going to face storms, rich or poor. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, you're going to face storms uh, in life. It does not matter if you're a very moral person or a very immoral person, uh, storms will come for your life. And so what Jesus is trying to do is to give us a, a, an antidote or a story that helps us know how we are to prepare for the storms of life. Sometimes those storms are relational uh, maybe you're walking through that today. There's just some relational tension, a marriage breaking down, uh, a friendship uh, that is uh, feeling some stress. Uh, maybe a kid that is rebelling, or a parent that is not connecting. Uh, maybe it's a relational storm that you're uh, walking through, or maybe there's one right around the corner. Uh, maybe there's uh, death that has touched your family, uh, miscarriage, some type of uh, storm that has come by that way. Maybe it's health, uh, maybe it's a sickness um, that you are dealing with or will dealing with. Maybe. Maybe it's an internal thing, loneliness, maybe some type of depression or anxiety where you just feel uh, there's a storm in your soul. Uh, Maybe it's a job thing. Uh, Maybe there's a a round of layoffs coming, or maybe you were promised a job and it's not there. Maybe you're struggling uh, financially. There's a lot of different ways that storms can show up in life, Uh, but I know this. Jesus promises storms. And the parable that we're going to look at today is how Jesus is trying to help us prepare to navigate the storms well. So Jesus does not say that there will be no storms in life. And there's a lot of preachers that that kind of teach that. Like if you're faithful to Jesus, and if you love him enough, and if you uh, have a lot of faith and trust, then you won't have any storms in life. Uh, And Jesus, uh, he never says that. He doesn't say you can avoid the storms, um, but he does give us a path to navigate through those storms um, well. So the story for today uh, is the wise man and the foolish man. Or some people call this parable uh, the parable of the wise builder. Uh, I will tell you this just by way of quick intro. Uh, This story contains two... Two different men, um, two different stories of how these men were uh, living their lives. Uh, let's just pretend that uh, they live side by side in the exact same neighborhood, and they're going to face the exact same storms, uh, but they will come out very different. One of them will be absolutely devastated, and one of them will navigate through the storm uh, and uh, and will endure. Uh, they both faced the same storm, but came out with a very, very different story. Outcome. One was prepared, and one was ready for the storm, and one was not. And so I don't want to, as I kind of present this to you, I don't want us to think through, these are maybe two different men out there, uh, that maybe one does something wise and, and one does something foolish. Uh, what I would love to invite you to think through is these are two options The only two options, really, that every single one of us have as we walk through life. Uh, So we don't get to choose our storms. But we do get to choose which one of these men, which one of these builders we will emulate. And the parable in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, goes something like this. In my Bibles, it's red letters. These are from the lips of Jesus himself. Jesus says, Everyone then... Who hears these words of mine and does them, you should circle those two words in your Bible if you're a note taker, and does them, will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. How many of y'all remember the old song? The wise man built his house upon the rock. You're like, that's enough. We thought about singing that. Maybe we'll sing that together later. Um, Will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell, and great was his fall. There's only two characters in this story. These are two options for you and I. The first one is the wise man that built his house on the rock. If you think about it just for a moment, uh, for that man that took the time to get down to to the bedrock to build a strong foundation for his house, it was probably slower, don't you think? Uh, he was probably working much longer than the than man number two. It was slower. It uh, was probably more difficult. Uh, no doubt required more work. It was probably more expensive, cost more materials. It cost more uh, labor for him. Uh, and he probably had some really calm, incredibly beautiful days. And he had to use those days working, not enjoying them uh, because he was preparing for something in life. Uh, and there's probably, uh, there's probably an element of him having to watch the person who built their house on the sand. We're done in one day. They were out playing. They were out, you know, running through, you know, with their ribbons in the in the frolicking in the grass. And while he was working, he had to watch other people uh, having fun while he was working. That's that's man number one, uh, the wise man. Took more time. Probably took more money. Probably was more difficult. The foolish man was probably quicker. Uh, it was probably so much quicker to just throw together a little shanty on the sand. Uh, it was probably cheaper. Uh, no doubt it was much easier. And he got to be done and just go begin to have fun and go on vacation. Maybe he mocked. Uh, maybe he made fun of the person uh, who was wasting vacation time, was wasting a beautiful day preparing. Uh, maybe while he was out there, he was mocking the the, the wise builder. Uh, and he used the calm and the pretty days before the storm to uh, go play and to have fun. Uh, How many of y'all have seen the show uh, Alone? Anybody? My son, my oldest son, uh, Judah and I, we've been watching it together for a few weeks. We were watching a little bit of it uh, this week. Uh, And alone, what they do is they take a handful of people and they find a destination. They drop them off in the middle of the wilderness uh, and they try to just survive alone on their own. uh, And whoever makes it the last is the winner of alone. And the season that we're watching, they've dropped them off into uh, British Columbia, uh, just a very remote, very difficult place. And what you find out, if you're a student of uh, alone, is that the the people that know what they're doing and will probably win are the ones that the moment they, get, they land on the beach in British Columbia, they get to work building a shelter. The best ones, that's what they do. And you can think about it and it's like, well, that makes a whole lot of sense because they know winter is coming. So it doesn't matter if the day is beautiful or not. Uh, they know that winter is coming, and so they uh, use all of their energy early on to try to build a shelter. Uh, you and I, if we saw someone in alone, and they were dropped off uh, on the beach of this lake in British Columbia, uh, and they thought, you know what, it's a beautiful day, the sun is out, there's a nice little breeze, and so they think, I'm just going gonna, gonna to take the day off, and I'm going to go swimming. You and I would all think what? what a foolish person, what a moron, right? Because you're like, don't, don't you know, like it's just inevitable, the storms are coming, winter's coming, you have to get prepared. And so th- this is what Jesus is telling us and this is what's so unique, I think, from my perspective, I've been, uh, this month marks 20 years of ministry for me. Uh, I began when I was 20 uh, years old doing youth ministry uh, and what you see in life is that so many people, even churchgoers, uh, will, will walk through life as that second person, in alone. Just like not a care in the world, don't think that a storm is coming for our life, don't read your Bible, Uh, don't do the hard work of investing in community, Uh, don't... Work to seek God when everything is going well. Uh, don't labor to try to see the world as God does and develop a Christian worldview. Uh, to deeply invest in friendships and to like, there, there, there's a lot of um, a lot of opportunity when things are going well for us not to do the hard work of preparing for the storms. The wise man and the foolish man had uh, one thing in common and one thing that was uh, different, that was unique to the wise man. What they had in common, if you go back and looked at this, Jesus phrased these almost the exact same. The wise person and the foolish person, one who would be devastated by the storms of their life and one who would endure, they had this in common. They heard the same messages. Right? They heard the same things. They listened to all the stories. They were at church and they listened to the sermons. They had the podcast information. They went through the Bible study. They all consumed the same information. Jesus says, everyone who hears these words, that's how he begins to describe the wise man and then the foolish man, he says, and everyone who hears these words. They had that in common. Okay, so that's step one. You have to hear, but that, that's, that's the only thing they have in common. There's, there's something that was very unique to the wise man. Uh, the, the foolish man heard the message and just kind of tucked it away. Thought, that's great. I love that. I am going to put that into my, my, my brain. And the wise man took what Jesus said, and it said that he did it. Okay? Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man. So that, that's the difference. The difference in the wise and the foolish builder is not what you intake. It's not the scriptures or the Bible says. It's what you do with that information, whether it just lodges in your head or even your heart, or if it finds a place to be acted upon uh, in your life. And so I think Jesus would say um, that you do need to understand, you need to hear the words of Jesus. It's so important to uh, be engaged in a church, to uh, listen to sermons, to read good books, to do uh, Bible studies, to have good conversation about the Bible. That's just unbelievably important. But it's, don't miss the, the, the point of the wise builder is he heard those things and then he did them. Right in the in the Bible, but it's easy for us, isn't it, not to uh, just kind of be experts at at understanding things. Like I know a lot about evangelism. You know, I've asked somebody and I've shared this story before. I read a a, a book about evangelism years ago and was so excited, like I did it. And I remember somebody asked me, "Who have you shared the gospel with?" I was like, "Oh, nobody. I just learned about it." Like I thought that was the point, just to understand it. But like the point is to to do it. So we if we it's one thing to learn about forgiveness, right? And it's a very different thing to do that, to put that into practice, to forgive. It's one thing to read about humility. It's a very different thing to pursue actively in your heart to have humility. It's one thing to read good books about relationships and community uh, and to hear the words that Jesus said that it's important for us to have good, deep friendships But it's different to pursue community and to work towards it. And it's just, it's very different to know something um, than it is to do it. Uh, Generosity, it's easy to read and understand generosity, and a very different thing to let God's money pass through our hands. Um, hospitality we talk about this so much it's so easy to read about it and to understand it but it's a very different thing uh, to do it and to put it into practice and and so this is what I, I, I think the picture that Jesus is painting for us and I'm done this morning he's trying to paint a picture through this parable the wise builder that took the time and the energy knowing there's a storm coming didn't know if it was a week didn't know if it was a year but he took the time to dig down to do the hard work so that he can navigate the storm well. This is the picture he's trying to paint. He's trying to paint someone, like let's say a Christian, somebody that has has chosen to follow Jesus, that constantly has a diet of two things. We learn the words of Jesus, we read our Bible, and we try and we labor to do it. And those people that just very simply... Day in and day out, we read and we try to obey. We read and we put it into practice. We understand it and we do it. We take it in and we put it to practice. He's saying that's the type of person that when the relational storm, the financial storm, the when the storm hits your life, uh, you're going to navigate better. You're going to survive because Jesus has built his words into you through word and action. You all with me? That's the difference. The wise builder constantly has a steady diet of God's word and yet labors to obey it and to put it into practice uh, because um, the storms will come. And for you, I don't know if that means a storm uh, today that you're not prepared for or this week or this year, but I know something is coming. It's inevitable. Jesus promised that to us and those who want to be wise builders Everyone then who hears these words of mine, Jesus says, and does them, will be like the wise man who built his house on the rock. So I would love to invite you to think through your own mind and your own heart um, what Jesus, if Jesus was just sharing this parable one-on-one with you, uh, where he would encourage you to to learn something and to grow uh, through this parable. In fact, let me invite you to bow your head, to close your eyes, and let's pray together towards that end. Um, That even this sermon, this would be an easy sermon to listen to and to understand, um, but that we would truly act upon it and it would change something that we do in obedience to Christ. Jesus, we love you. I'm so grateful for these people, God, for the breeze, uh, for the sunshine, for a setting that would have been very similar um, to the place where you delivered this parable. Father, I pray uh, that you might help us by your spirit in our hearts not to be foolish, uh, not to spend all of our easy days and calm days and vacation days um, just... uh, denying that storms may come, but I pray that you might help us uh, to take the time and the energy and the cost to build our lives uh, upon the rock. Jesus, you are the rock. Uh, You are the rock that we build our lives on that will withstand the storms. God, thank you that um, you will not allow us to walk through a storm alone, that you're always with us. So for those that are walking through storms today, I pray that they might feel your presence. I pray that they might reach out and invite some of your church, some of your people in to uh, to support them as well. We love you, Uh, Jesus. We thank you. Uh, We praise you. I pray that this parable might affect our lives today. And I pray this through Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Church. If you want to connect with us at Redeemer, we would love for you to visit us at a service in person or visit us online at www.redeemermidland.org.